comic book lessons. I'm your resident comic book nerd, Beth, and today's lesson, as I promised yesterday, would be on another Green Lantern. Now, the only one I'd ruled out in my yesterday's episode was John Stewart. So it's all wide open. It could be any Green Lantern I'm talking about, you're probably saying. And I. Well, I'm going to tell you which Green Lantern I'm going to be doing. And ahead of my live debate on Patreon. So if you want to watch it, go over to Patreon or onto YouTube. <laughs> anyway, so today's lesson is on the 90s kid himself. My fa personal favourite, one of my personal favourite Green Lanterns, Kyle Rayner. So, and. <laughs> And so Carl Rayner, as we know, is the 90s kid who probably most kids in the 90s grew up with after Carl Jordan went, oh, Mr. Cookie Pants. So Kyle is a member of the Green Lantern Corps. And he replaced Hal Jordan after the film, after the events of Emerald Twilight, which we talked a bit about in the Hal Jordan episode. Anyway, so Kyle was created by Ron Mars and Daryl Banks, and he would first appear in Green Lantern Volume 3, Issue number 48 in 1994, which was part of the Emerald Twilight storyline that was going on, where he, they replaced Hal with Kyle, and he was the sole Green Lantern for a number of years until the late 1990s. And he would be the main Green Lantern, like the star Green Lantern, until the into the mid 2000s. And during this time, he would also be known as Ion. Now, following Jordan's return, sadly, I'm sorry, I don't mean to come across biased, but some people might be like, sadly, because some people might think he should have stayed dead at this point, you know? He would return in Green to his Green Lantern status in the 2004-2005 limited series Green Lantern Rebirth, and the... 2005 crossover story Infinite Crisis and Kyle would return to his alias of Ion. Fuck you, Hal. Fuck you. But after the events of the Sinestro Corps War, Kyle would return to his original role as a Green Lantern and he would get a promotion to the Honor Guard Illustrious of the Corps. And he would later become a White Lantern, following the mastery of all seven Lantern Rings. But he would return to a Green Lantern, along with his original uniform, in DC Rebirth. Now anyway, now that we've talked a bit about his creation, when he first appeared, etc, etc, let's get into the origin. So... Before he got a Green Lantern power ring, 
Kyle Rayner was a struggling but gifted freelance artist who was raised in North Hollywood and he would and he lived and worked in Los Angeles. Now Kyle would be raised by his mother as an only child. His father what a dick. Sorry. Anyway, abandoned his mother when she was pregnant with him. And it was later revealed that his father was a Mexican-American CIA agent called Gabriel Vasquez. And that's why Aaron Rayner was just an alias. So Kyle's mixed. Oh, I always thought Kyle was cute in my opinion. But anyway, shut up there. <sighs> anyway, so... Kyle and his mum would live in a very modest lifestyle until he reached adulthood. Now this is where I'm going to get into to Emerald Twilight a little bit because Kyle's role's bigger than others. Hal and Kyle have big roles to play in this storyline. Anyway, so after Hal Jordan who had gone all crazy kooky pants over the destruction of his home city of Coast City. He he would go on a, ramp, a rampage and be like, I'm going to kill every Green Lantern that I can find and murder those guardians of the universe. And Rainer would be found by the last surviving guardian by the name of Gamfit. I said Gampit had more of a role with Kyle, because that is technically true. Now, Kyle, Gampit would give Kyle the last working power ring that would allow him to conjure any form of matter or energy through sheer force of will. Now, Gampit's reasons for choosing Kyle to bear the ring were never made apparent at first. Well, completely apparent, aside from Kyle just having been in the right place at the right time. Prior to giving him the ring, Gamfit was just like, you'll have to do. Anyway, but Gamfit would later reveal that humans make green la great green lanterns. Before how Jordan's mental breakdown and got kooky pants, he was the core's greatest green lantern. I disagree personally, but and John Stewart became the first mortal guardian of the universe. Well done, John. <laughs> Might do an episode on John Stewart if you want a suit like further along. Anyway, but Kyle wasn't. But Gamfit had a deeper reason, according to some sources. Kyle was not chosen because he was fearless, but because he was able to feel and overcome fear, which made him and future Green Lanterns less susceptible to Parallax's influence. And the new re Guardians retelling would go as far as to replace this girl in You Will Have To Do with a smiling it would seem I chose well. <laughs> Yay. So at first when Kyle got the ring, he took it very lightly 
and his girlfriend at the time, Alexandra DeWitt, if the name rings a bell, look at women in refrigerators. That's her. If you rem if you remember the panel that I'm talking about, the fridge, the woman, that's Alexandra DeWitt. Anyway, he she would encourage him to be more responsible, create his own version of the Green Lantern uniform, and help him train for his new role as a hero. But she would later be murdered and stuffed in a refrigerator by the supervillain, Major Force. Major Force is just a fawn in Kyle's one of many fawns in Kyle's side, because of how. <laughs> now this would drive Kyle to take his role more seriously, and as a result, he strove to be the best Green Lantern he could be, to honor Alex's memory. And he would then move to New York since Los Angeles reminded him too much of Alex and he needed a fresh start. Now, Kyle grew up admiring, looking up to Batman and Superman, though he had only a passing knowledge of Earth's past Green Lanterns. And this would soon change and he would find that in a, the Green Lantern ring was the ultimate expression of his fertile imagination. <laughs> I took, I just, okay, somewhat weird came in my mind, just ignore me. But anyway, it, in battle, he would often use the ring's power to create constructs of just about anything his artistic mind could imagine. Of the superheroes, anime characters, mystical characters, Mechas, I don't know what mechas are, so don't ask. Futuristic weapons and original characters from his comic books. I love how members of the Green Lanterns were like, what the hell's this guy doing? Why is he doing all this? Questioning his constructs. This made Kyle an unpredictable and formidable opponent. Well done, Kyle. I wonder I looked up to you. Yay! <laughs> anyway, now after relocating to New York, Kyle would rejoin the superhero group the Titans for a brief time, during which he would date Donna Troy, and he would later eventually become a member of the Justice League, aka the JLA. Yo! And he would initially crash, clash with The Flash, a.k.a. Wally West, in early in his career. <laughs> Oof. <laughs> but don't worry, they don't stay enemies for long. They become best friends. <laughs> anyway, but West had worked with Jordan since he was a child, and he was like, who is this guy? Why is he wearing? Why is he got? Why is he a Green Lantern? He was kind of like, uh, about Kyle, because he was the new Green Lantern. But he eventually became Kyle's bestie, yay, and one of his biggest supporters. Oh, that's a good bestie. Anyway, now surprisingly, another one of. I was biggest support amongst the league was Batman. 
Batman <laughs> has normally had problems with the other Green Lanterns. So, you must be doing something right, Kyle, to be getting support from Batman. <sighs> he often treated him with more respect than he had shown other League members, including his predecessors as Green Lantern, Jordan, Gardner and Stewart. Most likely due to the fact that Kyle was wanted to learn from others, where other lanterns focused on their rings and their pre-existing skills. <sighs> anyway. Raynor would also enter a romantic relationship with Jade and form friendships with the Golden Age Green Lantern, who was Jade's father, Alan Scott. He would make friends with Green Arrow, who was Connor Hawke at the time. He would also become friends with Arsenal, who was Roy Harper. He would also be friends with Guy Warrior, aka Guy Gardner. And he would also be friends with... John Stewart, who was also who was at the time a former Green Lantern. Now, during his career, Kyle would accumulate a rogues gallery that, that included characters from his predecessors' pasts, such as Doctor Polaris. Polaris, I'm not sure how it's pronounced. Polaris, I think, and Doctor Light. Now, during the five-week event, Circle of Fire, it was discovered that a cosmic entity named Oblivion was coming to Earth after he attacked the planet Ran. Ran. This shocked Rainer because the villain was strikingly identical to the character of a story Kyle made when he was seven during his period of struggling with his fear and anger of growing up without a father. And this was a nemesis to the adventurer, the Cannoneer, that he was created. Now, the Justice League would try to stop Oblivion, and during the battle, Kyle was sent back to Earth to get reinforcements. But the League was captured on Earth. Pardon me. Now, Kyle, on Earth, Kyle would recruit Power Girl, the Atom, Firestorm, Adam Strange, and the Circle of Fire a group of Green Lanterns from alternate realities and different time periods. The Circle of Fire consists of Rainus, a late girlfriend, Alexandra DeWitt, from an alternate timeline where she had received this power ring instead of Kyle, Hunter and Forest Rainer, cousins descended from Rainer who share one power ring, Ali Rainer West, Green Lightning, a future descendant of Wally West and Kyle Rayner, who possessed both the Flash's power and the Green Lantern's powers, but could only use one of those powers at, the ta at a time. And a programmed re reprogrammed Manhunter model by the name of GL7177.6, and Pelts have it, the Emerald Knight, a Daxamite Green Lantern from the Middle Ages. Wow. Whew. Now, finding himself in the role as a leader, Kyle.
Kyle would split this group up to handle different crises that would be caused by oblivion. And in, or in some cases to search for a way to defeat it. Now eventually in another confrontation, Oblivion revealed that he is a distillation of Kyle's doubts and darker impulses, made manifest through the power of the ring. The villain would also reveal that Kyle had subconsciously created the circle of fire based on his positive aspects because he needed help. Alex was an embodiment of Raina's Kyle's capability for love. Tavin represented his bravery. Ali represented hope. GL seven point seven one seven seven six point six represented logic, and Hunter and Rafaris represented his imagination. And when they realised this, they were decided that the created Green Lantern should return to Kyle's mind. Doing so allowed him to unlock more powers from the ring that had been un previously unavailable to him and also discovered an inner strength he never knew he possessed after his positive aspects returned to him. Now, at facing up to these, this, right, Kyle was able to defeat Oblivion in New York City, imprison the entity within his own mind and free the Justice League. Well done, Kyle. <laughs> now, for a brief period, Rainer, Kyle would achieve godhood as Ion after absorbing the energy Hal had left in the sun's, Earth's sun during the final night storyline, which had merged and grown with energies released after Oblivion's defeat. <laughs> Sorry. Now, with these new powers... Kyle could bend time, space and reality, allowing himself, for example, to be in many places at once. But the drawback of this, with everything that was, was that Kyle could no longer sleep or separate himself from the overwhelming responsibilities these powers imposed upon him. Now, rather than sacrifice his humanity, Kyle would abandon impotence, bleeding off the vast power, recharging the central power battery on the Guardian's home planet and headquarters, Oa, and helping to create a new group of Guardians in the process. Now, before he purged all of the power, he modified his ring and conjured a new core uniform to reflect his new maturity but once again limited by only his willpower and imagination Kyle's ring could still affect yellow and would always harbour a lifeline of power without a time limit on its power and it was keyed directly to him and would always return to him though it still required charging to reach full power And Kyle has a long history. And he was on, and he's a nineties guy. <laughs> he's been for a lot. Now after the the brutal gay bashing of his young assistant and friend Terry Berg, K 
Kyle would go on a lengthy, self-imposed exile into space. What are you doing? Now, he, before leaving, he would place John Stewart, who had recently recovered from his paraplegia, and give it him, and he had been given a new power ring into his spot in the Justice League. Now, on his return, he would re- discover that Jade had begun seeing someone new and was doing so in his own apartment. And he would leave New York and spend some time trying to once again find himself on Earth, his place on Earth, and ended up staying with his mother for a brief time. <clears throat> Now, after being tricked into believing his mother had been murdered by major force, Rainer would fight the villain, eventually dealing with the immortal by decapitating him and shooting his head into space. Ouch. Now, feeling that he is a danger... Now, feeling that he was a danger to those he cared about, he, Kyle would once again leave for space. And during the events of the miniseries Green Lantern Rebirth, he returned with Cow's core and discovery of the true nature of Parallax, which is revealed to be actually an alien parasite entity, a non-corporal embodiment of fear that possessed Jordan and committed crimes in his name. I don't know why they canonised us. It just seems like Jordan was a selfish man and went, ha ah! and went all crazy, you know. Uh, possessed Jordan committed crimes in his name. Now, I personally think this is a load of rubbish. I don't think he was possessed at all. I think he finally let his darkness take over. So... I'm sorry if that offends people, but that is my personal view of the situation. Now, anyway, when my when this stops playing up for a minute, just give me a second. Now, subsequent to this, Kyle would be given special status amongst the Guardians, and he would be considered, who considered him the torchbearer, the Kareen Lantern who carried the legacy through the court's darkest time. Yes! Congratulations, Kyle! Sorry. Now, in Infinite Crisis, Alexander Luthor revealed that if the multiverse had continued to exist if the events of Crisis on Infinite Hearths hadn't happened, Kyle would have been a native of Earth 8. Now, when Jade dies during the Infinite Crisis Ran, Ran Fanagar War Special, she would transfer his her power to Kyle, uh, catalyzing his transformation into Ion. I talked about Ion briefly, near the beginning. Now in the series Ion, the Guardians of the Universe, 
I unseemingly destroyed a fleet of starships and violently attacked two Green Lanterns. But Kyle had no memory of the destruction and only learned of this responsible, his possible role in it after being attacked by a bounty hunter. Upon visiting the wreckage, Kyle would lose control and find himself near the sentient planet Mogo, who was also a Green Lantern, who used his Lantern abilities to help cull Conversing lanterns gain insight into their problems through the use of constructs conjured by the lanterns owned unconscious. Now on Mogo, Kyle would converse with the images of Alex, Donna and Jade of Might's major force. Now Kyle would realise that as Ion he was able to channel the green energy of both the star heart and the the central panel battery. This new energy was now called the ion power. Now later on, Kai How would find Ion destroying a planet, but discovered that this was in fact Alexander Nero, who claimed that his connection with Kyle and new powers are the result of a third party's interference. Now, Cal and Kyle would then discover that the Guardians have placed terrain Kyle through these events as a test as of whether he could handle his power in anticipation of granting him an honoured position upon Green Lanterns as their torchbearer. Now that he harbours the ability to revive the core should it ever be destroyed again. Now they explain that he will not patrol the sector as other lanterns do, but will be called upon for aid in situations that the Corps cannot handle alone. They would also reveal that some unforeseen enemy manipulated Nero, who unleashed a massive amount of energy that Kyle dissipates, dissipates into what is presumed to be a pocket universe. Now, Kyle would later learn that he is being hunted by enemies such as the Figgy, who was sublime, subliminally, subliminally instructed to attack Kyle by Alexander Nero. And after clearing his reputation on the planet that was scorched by Nero, by, while using Kyle's identity, Kyle would learn his, father, his mother was dying from an unknown cause. Anyway, back to this. So, after being attacked by the Tangent Comics version of the Atom and the Flash and being transported to the interdimensional realm known as the Bleed, where he encountered Captain, Captain, Captain Atom, he would return home to re attempt to reanimate his now-dead mother's corpse with newly acquired powers, but after a tearful farewell, she declined resurrection, asking Rainer to allow her to die, a request that the grief-stricken Kyle would grant. Oh, poor Kyle. 
Now, continuing his duties as a Green Lantern Honor Guard member, Kyle would move to Oa, running a new version of the Warriors Bar with Guy Gardner. Yay! <laughs> they seem to be best friends, even though his bestie is supposed to be Wally, but he's left him on Earth. Screw you, Wally, is what it seems to be saying. Well, the Kai now. <laughs> while continuing his, anyway, while continuing his relationship with Soranik Natu, secretly breaking one of the ten new laws in the Book of Oa that was unveiled by the Guardians. No relationships between Green Lanterns. Oh, shit. You naughty, naughty boy, Kyle. Now, he would be, he had been involved in the lead up to Blackest Night, being one of the first to deal with the Anuk Star Sapphire member and fought on Oa after the Guardian Scar caused a mass prison break of Sinestro Corpse Corpsman. <sighs> now after the prison break, the Atlant Alpha Lanterns were ordered by the Guardians to execute all Sinestro Corps members and all other prisoners. Kyle and Guy would oppose this, cautioning the Alphas and the Guardians to avoid the dark path to which such actions could lead. But the Guardians ignored this, assigning Kyle and Guy to Earth for their opposition to their decree. Now, after briefly returning to Earth, the two Lanterns would return to Oa, encountering an immense swarm of black rings, which reanimated all the deceased Lanterns in Oa's crypts, bringing Kyle face to face with the reanimated corpse of Jade. Now, after learn having learned that these Black Lanterns are not truly the deceased persons they were, once were, but grotesque mockeries. Kyle tried to destroy them, but the false jade tormented Kyle with images of people he has failed in the past. But the false jade would late then be destroyed by Natu. Oh dear. This is getting very messy. Now, during the Black Lantern attack upon the central power battery Unoa, Alpha Lantern Chaselon's internal power battery was breached. Now, anticipating his detonation, and after professing his love for Natu, Kyle sacrificed himself by grabbing it and using it to destroy as many Black Lanterns as he could. Black Wings attempted to resurrect Kyle as a Black Lantern, but they are destroyed by the core. Monk on the Indigo tribe and Miriam of the Star Sapphires, whose power embodied love. Now, having sensed that love between Kyle and Soranik was in jeopardy, he used her, she used her power to connect Kyle's heart to Natu's and restroy, restored Kyle to life. Now, journeying to Earth, Kyle would battle a Black Lantern version of Alexandra DeWitt, where he helped defeat the Black Lantern Corn leader Necron. And if in the aftermath, some of the Black Lanterns were restored to life, including Jade. I don't think Alexandra DeWitt's ever been resurrected. 
to be fair, other than being turned into a black lantern. But anyway. Subsequently in DC Rebirth, Kyle would be one of the several individuals who feel the tremors of the green light of willpower. When Cal Jordan forged a green power ring for himself, so when Hal was basically going, I'm going to make my own ring, like I mentioned in the Cal Jordan episode that happened last. Anyway, now when Hal was left badly wounded and in a realm between life and death after a confrontation with Sinestro, his ring travelled to Ganfit inside, who summoned Kyle to help save Hal's life. Kyle would use his power of the right ring and the former Guardian's power to open a doorway to Hemrod's base in the afterlife and managed to help bring Cal back to the realm of the living. Now, after the truce, new truce that happened between the Sinestro and Green Lantern Corps, Kyle attempted to bring use his ring to help Saint Walker bring the rest of the Blue Lanterns back to life. But some external force prevented Kyle from channeling his power to this extent, and resulting in him downgrading back to a conventional Green Lantern ring as the strain he had subjected his ring to caused it to break up back into seven differently coloured rings. With Kyle retaining his original Green Lantern ring while the other six flew off to find new wielders. Bye bye rings! Now Kyle would begin to imitate another relationship with Sorenic. And during the fight against their prison beasts, Kyle learned from the future Green Lantern ring that Rip Hunter possessed that Sarko is Kyle and Sorenic's future son. And after Sarko's death, Kyle was left demoralised and cried. And it made Kyle more persistent to bring Sorenic back to Green Lantern Corps. But eventually she would find out about Kyle killing Sarko and fall under the influence of the Green Lan Yellow Lantern and she brands Kyle. She then attacks the Green Lanterns after finding out about one of their own killing a Yellow Lantern and later finds out that the power battery had a failsafe that prevented them from using it if they were to turn on them which made them all eat her even more furious and retreat with her core. So that's basically the history. So now let's get on to his powers. Now, as a Green Lantern, Kyle is semi-invulnerable, capable of projecting hard light constructions, fly and utilising various other abilities through his power ring, which were only limited by his imagination and willpower. Now, Kyle's constructs was, were much more elaborate than any of those other Green Lanterns, often fading into view like a sketch refined into an illustration. Now, eventually, he would be able to retain the skill, utilise his skill, 
and manipulate the pigments and dimensions within his constructs, making them appear so realistic that even Alan Scott was amazed at what, what Kyle could do with his ring, his creations. Now, Kyle's ring was constructed from what remained of Hal's ring by Gamphy. It was key to Kyle and Tao Jordan's DNAs, only making it accessible to Kyle, Jordan, Hal, and anyone who was closely related to them, unless the bearer willed the ring to another individual. This was done by Gamfit to prevent the last ring from being stolen, as there would be no other lantern to send to retrieve it. Now, unlike most of the Green Lantern's rings, Kyle's did not require a 24-hour period of charging, only when the ring's capacity was depleted, and it was not necessary to receipt the corso when recharged. Now, Kyle was the first lantern not to suffer from the weakness to items coloured in the colour of yellow. So and both Mongol and Superman were very surprised at this upon first meeting him. And Kyle would turn around and say that he didn't know about the weakness of yellow and he had never had any trouble with it. Now originally this was explained as his ring being a new model which also explained why it had slightly different abilities than those previously seen. Later, this was retconned with the explanation that the rings can affect yellow if the user faces and overcomes their fear. Now, as an artist, Kyle had faced his fear of rejection every time he showed his work, and this extended to his construct, which he had considered as a part of his artwork. Now, when he got bonded to the uh, benevolent ion symbol symbiont, Kyle was capable of much more elaborate usage of his imagination, which can extend to the manipulation of reality. In possession of the more sinister parallax entity, Kyle was theoretically more capable of similar feats. So, during his relationship with Donna Troy in the 90s, Kyle engaged in combat training with his then with Donna. And during his first battle with Fatality, he proved to be a formidable fighter and was able to defeat her when his ring was drained. And in nearly every other encounter with Fatality since that incident, Kyle would use his combat skills to defeat her rather than his ring in order to maintain an element of surprise because she expected him to use the ring or when his ring was drained or absent during battles. Now as a member of the Justice League, Kyle would occasionally train in the League combat training systems on the Watchtower and under the tutelage of combat experienced leaguers such as Batman. Even though Kyle was now a skilled hand-to-hand combatant, having been trained by the Dark Knight himself, he was not an expert in hand-to-hand. For an example, while he was initially able to hold his own in a hand-to-hand fight with Zanestro, the villain proved to be a better fighter due to his greater experience.
Now, as an honour guard, illustrious, illustrious, I'm not sure how it's pronounced, Kyle ranked only below Salak, who hold, held the rank of Clarassi, and the guardians in the new corps a chain of command. Now, during a brief period where he was turned into a magnet for all the rings, Kyle could briefly wield the power of this entire emotional spectrum, but the strain of doing so meant that he, the other six rings had disintegrated after only a few moments, leaving him weakened by the effort. Now, despite all the rings barring his own turn into dust, a measure of each ring's power resided in Kyle, which he is unable to channel in a combined burst of multicoloured lights. Side noting that Kyle is the only being she knows capable of bringing together the colours of the powers of all the branches of the emotional spectrum. That's impressive, Kyle. That's impressive. Now the ability to use any emotional spectrum, emotion spectrum light appeared to be permanent as Kyle is learning from different members of each core on how to use each power individually with limited success. He harnessed the power of hope with relative ease but required a br brutal training session with Atrocious. I'm not sure how to pronounce that name. I struggled with it in the last episode to master rage. But while well, he only harnessed the power of love during his fight with Ganthit. Now, after learning to master Avarice from a re rather reluctant <laughs> Larflees, fear from a killer, Archillo, and compassion from Indigo One, Kyle had learned how to harness the emotional spectrum and as a result became a white lantern. Oh, this is great. Now as a white lantern, Kyle could heal injuries and ailments, although by his own admission he couldn't resurrect the dead. His ring was more powerful than a standard ring and can replicate the abilities of any rings in the spectrum apart from black, though the full extent of its abilities are yet to be revealed. Now, Kyle was later to be revealed, was later revealed to possess the life equation as a result of being inside Source Wall. Now, with the equation, Kyle could manipulate reality itself. However, Kyle was unable to control this level of power and was dying because of it. And as a result, Kyle divided the life equation by creating seven additional white pack lantern power rings and gave them to wor the worthiest candidates. He swore to never unite the rings unless absolutely necessary. Pardon me. Anyway. Now, in this rebirth storyline, when Kyle attempted to use the white ring to resurrect the Black Lantern Corps, some... Unspecified force was like, no, you cannot do that with his efforts. And it would cause his ring to break into seven different rings of the seven cores. The other six rings flying off to find new wielders, while Kyle would retain his original power ring. Man, 
that's basically it. That's yep. That's all the information on Kyle Rayner. Now, for my discussion, do I think Kyle should have been Green Lantern longer? Yes, I do. But there was already a number of lanterns running around. He was bound to kind of get shoved aside. But I do find it and and really frustrating how whenever people... I asked someone one time, name all the Green Lanterns. First person that came up, Hal Jordan. I was like, seriously, Hal Jordan's probably... <laughs> The, my least favourite Green Lantern of all time. I'm not saying this. I hate him. I'm just not a big fan of his, you know? Damn it. Anyway. So, sorry, my laugh's not being funny at the minute. But anyway. But, but there's also the point of... Should Kyle... Does Kyle deserve being called the, like, torchbearer? Yes. He reunited the Green Lantern Corps, even though Hal seems to get the credit for that. Screw Hal. It wasn't Hal. It was Kyle. Kyle was the last person. He was the last Green Lantern. He deserves that mantle. Not Hal. I don't think Hal's the best Green Lantern of all time. I think Kyle might be. I mean, come on, look at him. He's mastered all the emotional spectrum. He's been Ion. He's been the, a white lantern. If that's not impressive, I don't know what is. Because <laughs> has Hal ever did that, done that? No. Has John ever done it? No. Has, has Guy Gardner? No. Has Simon Baz? No. Has Jessica Cruz? No. Only Kyle has. And that's impressive. So, until the live session with where I'll be debating Kyle, putting Kyle and Hal up against each other in a debate, I'll see you until then. Bye! <laughs> Thank you.